uh, we're we're actually we're actually live now. And uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Daily Fish. Uh, in case you missed it, the Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson gets a six-game suspension for violating the NFL's personal conduct policy following accusations of sexual misconduct made against him by two dozen women in Texas. Now, the Players Association won't appeal the six-game suspension. Commissioner Roger Goodell actually has three days to enter a plea. We are talking to our legal expert here, Ken Lakin, an experienced lawyer in the Boston area, also represented NFL players. His website is Lakin, thelakinfirm.com, and Lakin is spelled L-A-K-I-N. Kenny, welcome to Daily Fish. Great to have you on here. So can you give us just kind of an inside perspective of, of what went on with the NFL today? Yeah, my understanding was um, they went, they agreed, both parties, the NFL and the NFLPA, to appear in front of a judge, Judge Susan Robinson in Delaware. Mm-hmm. Um, and what basically it's, it's akin to an arbitration where you have a private agreement, because everything is governed here by the CBA. I think people have to understand that. Um, Deshaun Watson signed on to the agreement. The NFL signs on. So everything is governed by the PA. Okay. What happened was both parties decided to agree upon putting their case in front of a judge, a retired judge, similar to an arbitration context, um, and make their arguments in front and give that judge sole discretion uh, to come down with the penalty for Watson after hearing the some of the evidence. I understand that it was somewhat of a um, condensed version. I actually have a multi-million, $10 million hurricane case in down in Florida that I'm doing the exact same thing with the retired judge. And we, instead of having full litigation, we only t- agreed, both parties agreed to take six depositions, limited written discovery, and then pretrial workup, and then just a presentation to the arbiter. That's it. So this, this is similar to what happened in the Watson case. So she ultimately decided, after hearing the evidence, to give six-game suspension to Watson. Um, now, both parties have a right to appeal. The PA has already said they're not going to appeal. Um, and um, they have three days under the CBA to appeal to Goodell, Roger Goodell, how, what he'll do. Now, understand under the CBA, particularly Section 46, he has conclusive authority, conclusive authority, mm-hmm to have a complete and full disposition of the case. He can either do it himself or he can point a designate. Again, that was at both parties, as my brother John, you know, used to be a judge. And when he had contract dispute cases or breach of contract cases, and both parties were adults, he would look at them and say, okay, you're both over 18, correct? Okay, you're not mentally challenged, correct, at the time you executed the contract, okay? No one put a gun to your head at the time you entered into the contract. What are you doing in my courtroom? Okay, so it's a straight breach of contract case, which it, 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 it's when you sign these contracts and people do it as employment and, and relationships with employees that sign with these occupation provisions. And there's a lot of things in these employment contracts that you, you should be aware of. So everything, because Watson signed this on as a player, he's governed by the CBA, the CBA and, and so is the, the NFL. So that's where we're at. Um, we'll see how we, what steps they take, but I expect the NFL will appeal, will appeal to Goodell in the next three days. Ken, good to see you again. I'm glad you got off the love boat doing the sequel to, uh, you know, taking over <laughs> Gavin's legacy. And this is a serious situation. I got to ask you, because I, I ask you legal terminology. I heard Jason McCourty on NFL Network say this morning that in the terminology that Sue Robinson said, in her, that there was egregious sexual behavior. Yeah. And a lot of women are pissed off. Jamie Erdahl, who's a uh, anchor on that said, this is Kyle Branton, I'm pissed off. The six should be higher. A lot of people, all colors, are pissed yep. off. 
let me ask you this. He settled with 23 out of 24. And attorneys like Mike Florio, who have ProFootballTalk.com, other attorneys have said, when you settle, I mean, it's legally, when you settle, it's basically if you claim your innocence and you get an NDA involved in that settlement, you're guilty. What's your take on that as a lawyer? Well, that's a really, I completely empathize and understand people being pissed off and upset because the, the mere nature of these allegations is what gets everybody fired up. And I understand that. But we live in a country okay, that, as I say, people died for our constitutional rights. Okay, um, You have every right to file a civil claim against someone if you believe by the preponderance of evidence. That's the standards, not a reasonably on a reasonable doubt as in a criminal context. And remember, two grand juries, two, declined to bring criminal charges against Watson. I am telling you <laughs> that that I start to laugh when I hear that. You've heard the old saying that a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. It's a one-sided procedure. 99.9% of the time, people get indicted. And the conviction rate, I practice in Boston in federal court for criminal cases, is 99%. Let me say that again, 99%. They always win the government. <laughs> it's good to lose once in a while just to make sure we do have a legal system in this country. <laughs> so I understand that people are upset. I get that. They're very serious allegations. Um, and some of them have been fettered out in civil case. I haven't followed. I know Rusty Hardy. My brother John is good friends with Rusty Hardy. They've been together in the America Bar Association on different criminal areas of law that John practice in. But you need to be aware that the mere allegations must be proved in this country. Okay, And that certainly the volume is, is, is troubling by, by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not undercutting the seriousness of the allegations. I'm not. I'm saying, but we live in a country that you, you have to prove it. With respect to releases, that's tricky. I haven't looked at these reasons. I don't know what the language in these releases are. Sometimes people don't understand in civil cases, it's not the amount of money that you're settling for. It's also as important as what's in the release language and what can be distributed for public information and not distributed as public information. So I don't know if there's any NDLs in there. I don't know if there's no confidentiality provisions or not. But there, are. There, there are NDAs in 23 of those. And a guy, okay. I go back to what Jason McCourty said, a guy that knows him very well. In Sue Robinson's, in, 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 there was egregious sexual behavior. I get the criminal thing and I get what goes on civilly. My my thing is women are taking a beating right now. And I yeah. understand yeah. if you have a wife or, or and you go with Roe versus, I don't want to get into that Roe versus Wade, but this just seems like another slap on the face. I don't know. Do you really, do, I, I know that the NL, NFLPA, John, I think John said that they're not going to appeal. You think Adele's going to appeal just to save face? I, I think that he will. And I think that they're going to look for a stiffer sentence. I really do. I think if you look back, kind of there's a little bit of research on the Rothenberger case and uh, what's his name, uh, uh, James Winston and Michael Vick. I looked back for quarterbacks. And then we, remember, you also had Calvin uh, Calvin Riley, uh, Ridley, and he on the gambling suspension that he had was, was a substantial. I think it was indefinite, if my memory's correct. Um, well, let me jump in on that one. Yeah, the on Calvin Ridley. On Calvin Ridley. I don't mean to On Calvin yeah. Ridley. And the recent suspension of Andre Hopkins, the NFL imposed those suspensions. This is the first time they've gone to a, 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 a another a judge, Sue L. Robinson. So that's a different whole thing with with, with Goodell. So the NFL and the other two cases, they did that cut and dry. And yeah, that was well, the, on you, the only reason I raise is is, is the, the the type of penalty and the severity of penalty that was given in those cases versus what's given here. So I think. Thinking out loud, that in obviously the issue has it relates to women, um, uh, 
not being fairly treated in this decision. And I agree with that. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think that he will seek a much harsher uh, penalty. I, I'd say probably up to a year, at least for suspension. That's kind of my gut just because of the very nature um, of these allegations again, though, but as a lawyer, <laughs> I'm always concerned about, you know, allegations versus what do you have for hardcore proof? That's a very, because there's a lot of lawyers out here and I don't want to name names and I, but I easily could easily throw allegations out to try to squeeze money out of people all the time. It happens a lot. Okay. So the judge in the judicial system is the, is the guard of that gate that it's not, that it's, do you not, using the system to shake people down for money. So there's a balance there and you have to be aware of that balance. It's not all one-sided. There's two sides to every story and let the evidence, that's the whole part of it. What do we have for social media emissions? What do we have for witness statements? What do we have for physical evidence? What's the real evidence, the hardcore evidence that supports or denies any of these allegations? So obviously if you have 23 settlements, you have some issues. So I agree with you, Fish, on that. And I think the penalty should be harsher. I do. Brian Larkin, a friend of the show, said, ask attorney Lakin, um, what is his gut feeling on how much money Watson, we won't know, gave out in these settlements and how much has he paid for legal fees? He's had Rusty Hard now for a year and a half. You know how much that goes an hour. That's got it. How much do you think he's paid? He's got to pay at least $50 million. Um, multiple, multiple millions, let's put it that way. I, I wouldn't guess right. at exactly what that is, but certainly multiple million. Given the sheer number of claims or cases, um, I don't know how much of those cases are in suit versus not in suit because that's a big difference. If cases not in, in litigation are not in suit, then there's no workup for, for, for billing clients. Um, but, you know, I know Rusty's an expensive guy. He's a good lawyer, a very good lawyer. Um, sure. Trial lawyer. And you know, his John will tell you, in our profession, you separate the men from the boys or the trial attorneys. Most lawyers are doing real estate closing on 128th, and they're, they're really not lawyers. <laughs> Just they have titles. That's all they have. But, you know, yeah, trial lawyer. You, you don't yeah. want to be doing. Deals yeah, on or, 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 or the 405. It doesn't matter where it ends. It could be the 405. I'm just saying, just like just like in medicine, the surgeons are in the top, the trial lawyers are in the top in our profession. Sure. So Watson's uh, camp said the suspension is severe yet fair. Uh, Fish actually brought this up to me. We were both kind of kind of scratching our head. Is that just lawyer talk? Yeah, it is. It's spin, spin. I mean. Again, if, if the judges find that the, the, the conduct was egregious on its nature and given the volume of the case, although I believe they only, they only, the, the, the NFL only put up five cases, I think it was five, five cases. cases. Yeah. So, and again, I don't know the underlying evidence of these cases um, that were put forth because I'm a stickler on evidence, really important stuff to, to me. Um, I, words are words to me. I like to see what you actually, actually do have evidence. Okay. Um, but, anyways, with that being said, if she's ruled it's that egregious, I would concur with, with Fish. That it's 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 it should have been much more severe penalty in my opinion. I'm just trying to protect women. I, I hear a lot of. I, oh. Oh, hang on. Who's that calling? That's John Watson calling. He's pissed off at me. <laughs> I, I hear I, one 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 argument I don't like. I want to ask Kaylee this his opinion too, and both yours is a lot. Of, the players Association are upset that the, they're not that the owners aren't held to the same standards as the player, and that Robert Kraft involved in a situation with one woman in a massage. You know what happened with him. Yeah, and then, and then the other one, Robert Kraft, and then the other one was uh, the owner of the Colts, Ursa, got a D. How is a DUI in one situation comparable to this? I don't, I don't understand that argument. Do you, Ken, John? You know, I, I, you know, I've heard, I've heard that argument before. In Kraft's case, remember, um, again, this is the legal system speaking, and in that case, 
as you know, the government, particularly the law enforcement of that county, Palm County, I do a lot of work in Florida, as John knows, um, was misled, misled the judge for the warrant and said there was human trafficking going on, not which is a felony, not a misdemeanor of solicitation prostitution. That's a big difference. So they put that on the application and basically misled the court um, so they could get a felony to get the cameras put inside the massage parlor. So there were a lot of things that the government did wrong in that case, and they ultimately was thrown out and went up on appeal, and the appeals court agreed. And that's in Florida. That's a very conservative jurisdiction for law enforcement. And even those courts said it wasn't done the right way. So there was no criminal charge to Mr. Kraft. But again, and, and I see where you're coming from, Fish, because they're governed in the CBA by the moral, what we call moral turpitude um, provisions or personal conduct provisions. But it's usually moral turpitude provisions. So it's not just whether you're criminally charged. It's whether the conduct that you did was unbecoming to you. It makes the NFL look bad. And Goodell has that that ability to enforce that penalty. And I agree from that perspective, yes. Um, that he I, I agree with the players. I, yeah. the, the, the owner should be held to a higher standard. I don't I think agree. that Robert Kraft walked into a rub and tug joint and said, by the way, before one of your girls – Russell went on to me. Is this a human trafficking joint? I don't think you're thinking yeah. that when you're 72 and going yeah. into these places. And well, the DUI, the that's a completely different thing. Yeah, the, the, government, the government shouldn't also be misleading people in order to secure warrants right. to falsely get evidence because you can't get it legitimately. That's right. I, I think, okay, what did the guy die in World War II or Vietnam? What did they die for, those guys? Nothing? No, no. We hold yeah. strict oh. standards in this country. That, no, that no, separates no. us from Russia or China or Cuba. We do have those rights. So when the defendant lose the OJ case, for instance. That's, in my opinion, a good thing for the United States because you're keeping the government in check. And that's important in this country, very important in this country, Kenny, especially Kenny, the social uh, media we live in. Tying, tying into that, because the, the whole Daniel Snyder thing that's going on with the with the Washington team, uh, you know, you've, you've represented NFL players. You, you, you've been to almost every Super Bowl. Um, is, is this case with Deshaun Watson um, – is the players association kind of kind of seeing what they're going to do with Snyder? Because it's like what fish was saying, you know, the owners, you know, Snyder's getting off on all this. He he's, he's left town. He's, he's, you know, he's not even being interviewed uh, yet at the same time too, Deshaun Watson has stayed here. He wants to play. He wants to do it. Is that going to be a bone of contention that could be used either legally or just uh, publicly? I don't know about legal. I think it's a higher burden legally to do that. I understand that uh, Mr. Snyder testified last week in front of the Congressional Committee for seven and a half hours by via Zoom. I believe it was via Zoom. Yeah. So he, ha he has testified uh, in that case. I don't know the underpinnings. With conditions. With conditions. Yeah, with conditions. I agree yeah. with some restrictive conditions. I could... I can get into some of Mr. Snyder's things over my years in Super Bowls, but I'll, I'll choose not to go down that path at this, at this moment. <laughs> but, but anyways, I could see where um, the, the NFLPA may want to use this uh, for some leverage in the, next, the next time the CBA comes around. And I, I, I generally agree with Fish's um, underlying proposition that, yeah, it, the owners look like they should get off and Kraft should have got a penalty from just on the moral turpitude portion of the of the CBA. Forget the legal aspects of it. Um, even though with my arguments that I what I proffered, I still think from a moral standpoint, he should have been suspended for the league and given some punishment um, just on, um, on the appearance of, of what he did and what he in fact did. Thank you, Grace Shea, big proper show. She says, wow, that guy's great. She, she loves you. So, mm -hmm. hey, hey, he's, 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 he's on Cape Cod all the time. Remember, you're Sense. the captain of the love boat right now. You have yeah, to. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 I got to get the... Your, uh, 
your your uh, your authority here. I got. I got to get. I got to get my boat out of. I got. I got to get my love boat out of the canal, Cape Cod Canal. <laughs> Good for you. John threw me. John threw this whole thing in a great direction, and I heard from. I go to Mike Florio, who's an ex attorney that turned his whole, got rid of law and, and turned his franchise into ProFootballTalk.com. I want your opinion on this, uh, counselor. The NFL offered John Gruden a crap load of money to settle, and he said no, and he won the first part of his lawsuit. This involves Snyder. John brought this up. That they did a 650,000 emails about allegations into sexual harassment in Washington, and all they come out with is John Gruden's very egregious emails, very damning and very, very unsettling. Very, very, yeah. It was very. So now he sues and wins the fact that the emails that were returned back to him and there's some people, maybe Daniel Snyder and Jerry Jones involved. Florio said this is this is the most uh, important lawsuit in NFL history, and people could go down. Do you agree? Because now I it's going to go forward. Now I do agree. I do. There's a lot of things under the the mat, the rug. And when I mentioned Mr. Snyder before, off the cuff with you guys, I meant it. Okay, so I'm not going to get into some things because it's, it's hearsay. But I'm. There, there are certain circumstances with that organization that things are going to get potentially, in my opinion, um, going to get ugly. And I think allowing that case to proceed is going to really create quite a fervor. You, you guys in your industry are going to have a field day with it, in my opinion. <laughs> what John Gruden did was horrible, but all he wants to show is, hey, look at the look at the things that are sent back to me from some of the people I was talking. We know about Bruce Allen, but there's other people involved. And I think that the, when the NFL wants to settle and offers millions to the guy and he says, go to hell, I got, I lost my career. And I, look, I have to own up to what I did and be accountable for my behavior, but let these other people be accountable. Yep. I, the problem I have with the NFL and so does daily is the fact that the NFL protects each other. They protect their owners. And yep. this could be, this could be very damaging. Like you said. To I, I agree. It's also with the coach for the Miami, the ex uh, Patriots coach that was the head coach and sued Brian Flores. Yeah. Brian Flores. He's a Boston, Boston guy. Um, and his situation, I think he has a valid claim there, and I think that's going to proceed forward. That, that's not going to look good for the NFL either. Okay, I want you guys – I'm going to jump in here for a second. I want both of you because you're both New England guys, and I and you know I love John, like a brother. You're great. I want you to give each one, if you can, your best Bill Russell story as we finish this out. Just give me one. If you met the guy or watch him play, we all did. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go with Daly first, and then we'll go to you. Ken to close it out. I'm you, sure you, you know, I was at a celebrity event with him, but I couldn't get anywhere near him because he was just, everybody was just surrounding him. And it would have been, he was like Jordan. I, you know, I was at Jordan's event. Um, I just, you know, his laugh to me was so grabbing and he had such a great heart yet at the same time too. I mean, he was a, he was a pioneer as far as race relations. You know, he was there. He, he was sitting in the front row when Martin Luther King gave his I Have a Dream speech. So I, I can't I wish I wish I had met him. I really I feel like I knew him. But uh, anyway, Kenny, I'll let you go. Yeah. I'm first, first, first of all, appreciate you bringing that up, particularly to two New Englanders, because it's, it's, yeah. it's a sad it's a sad day today in the city of Boston. And people were going up to his statue in front of City Hall and putting flowers there. So it's a very sad day. I've never had the pleasure of, of meeting um, meeting him, but I know of a couple of stories. One of them was he used to run a charity in, in the, the Roxbury section of Boston, um, to kind of a tough area, poor area, and he would go in there, and, and I heard stories of other players. Like Cedric Maxwell is a guy that John and I used yeah, to play a right. ce celebrity golf tournament on Cape Cod 
with yeah. Cedric for a number of years. He, he's there's a great guy. He he does the color for the Red Sox. I mean, I'm sorry for the for the Celtics on on uh, on radio, but he was telling me a story where Russell would go to little kids who would be shy when they were there doing the practice stuff. They would be intimidated by him, and he would grab them and he'd give them a hug. And big big poppy's in the same guy. He's he's one of the greatest guys I've ever met in my life. That. I'll give you one quick poppy story, and you guys will love this story. Poppy's in a restaurant in downtown Boston, and a good friend of mine's son's there with a couple of his buddies. And they say, send a drink over to Poppy. But Poppy's with a couple other people there. So he sends the waiter back and says, are you going to send drinks to my table? You send it to everybody on the table. So then he invites them over. There's a couple like my buddy's friend, son, and a couple buddies with them. They go, and Poppy said, listen, we're going to this nightclub down the street in Boston. We want you guys to go with us. So we get there. It's all red carpet, everything all roped off. And after a few drinks in Poppy, he's got, a, he's got my buddy's son in a headlock saying, saying to all the women that are standing behind the red rope, saying, he plays for Pawtucket. You guys should be dating this guy. If I had to do a Mount Rushmore, both Daly and Lakin, we're going to give us some Boston history here. A Mount Rushmore, Daly of the four greatest icons, I would say, I want to go, and I'll let you guys, I would say it's Bill Russell in basketball, Tom Brady in football, Bobby Orr in hockey. Who would be the Red Sox? That's a I tough one. Am, am I close to the other three, Ken? We'll go with you, yeah, Ken, first. Yeah, I, I concur 100% on the other three. I think you're right, Fish. I'll let John go first. What do you think, John? Okay. Uh, I'd, go Ted Sox, John? I'd go Ted Williams. I actually met Ted Williams. Uh, I love Ted Williams. He was He was a great guy, despite his what people think he had kind of an acerbic personality with me. He was absolutely spectacular and uh, I loved him. So I would say him. I mean, I could put Yaz in there. Um, I could put big poppy in there, but I think I'm going to go Ted Williams. I think Ted really kind of uh, uh, was the, the, the icon of what the Red Sox were even before they won world series. Kenny, go ahead. I I I respectfully disagree with one of my best friends in the world right there. John, (laughs) I would say poppy because this city is about winning. The city is about titles, going all the way back to the 60s with the Celtics when they had those great runs, the 70s, and then obviously to have one of the greatest, not only just football players, but greatest athletes, in the, in my opinion, in the history of the world, in Tom Brady, since 2000 and basically the last 20-something years. You have a city that's won, if you look it up, by far the most championships since 2000. And I believe, if I'm correct, we're the most Super Bowls that have been from the Patriots. It's tied with Pittsburgh for the most one. Um, the yeah. Celtics are the highest in, in for the champ, professional champions tie with the Lakers. Then you have the Red Sox, the third behind New York and St. Louis for most world championships for baseball. And then we don't talk about the Bruins. But anyways, that being said, I put Big Poppy because he's a winner. He's won three, three, three world championships. Uh, Ted Williams would be a close second, but I'd go with Poppy. Yep. I, I, I can't, can't disagree with that either. Okay. We are talking to our legal expert, Ken Lakin, an experienced lawyer in the Boston area. He's represented NFL players. We would definitely want to talk to him about the Deshaun Watson decision, but also, hey, we snuck in some uh, Boston uh, sports as well. Uh, his website is The Lakin Firm, and Lakin is spelled L-A-K-I-N. So it's thelakinfirm.com. Uh, folks, if you have questions or comments, you, you want to write to us, it's dailyfish, the number one at gmail.com. We love having you here. We are Daily Fish. We're coming to you from Vegas and Myrtle Beach. We get issues for you that people are talking about sports, entertainment, politics, and everything in between. We're controversial, but we're informed. No woke, no extreme, no Karens, no justice cops. We let the threes fly and we aim for the third deck. It's a bumpy (laughs) ride. Now, this is our interview show here where we have Kenny on here, but Daily Fish is live normally 
uh, on, well, we're live on Facebook at daily.fish.5 on Mondays, normally 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. This week, we're going Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Pacific because we need a little scheduling here. Uh, we are also on uh, Myrtle Beach Golf Channel, Myrtle Beach Grand Strand Life. You can check out Daily Fish on YouTube and Wingding TV. We're also on Hey Vegas TV at heyvegastv.com. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, iHeart, Stitcher, and Amazon. And you definitely want to listen to this one with Kenny Lake. Kenny, you're the best. We, you, getting you on here, not only your expertise in, in, in the law, but also your, your sports knowledge your experiences in it are so good, and you're funny too. How do you get to be so funny being a lawyer? Maybe it's my identical twin brother. Or maybe it's the, my mother. Probably she, she's a funny lady. So, but I always <laughs> love coming on and talking to you guys. Fish, it's always great to see you. Yeah, um, I'm hoping you. to get. I'm hoping to get out to Vegas sometime you're in the fall, and we'll, we'll, we'll hook up. Just stay with me. Go to the restaurant. But I got one question for you. I just read on Netflix. I know you signed an NDA. They're they're streaming the new Sexy Love Boat, which is gonna haul Oldsbart. Uh, do they want to see you naked? Number one, are you doing a love? Are you doing a scene with Julie, the cruise director that we don't know about? Because I'll tell you what, if you do that, you're going to go bald. I, I know. I, 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 no, I'll, I'll lose the rest of the hair that I don't have. But I'll, I'll give you a quick parting story. My wife and I did the cruise on on Princess Cruises to the Panama Canal a few years ago before COVID hit, and every day in the room that we had, they were playing the Love Boat, the old Love Boat, like twenty four seven. So I, I'd, I'd have a few drinks in me and maybe put the white the white shirt on and pretend I was the, I was stooping in, 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 the, in, the, in the room. <laughs> hey, Ken, you're a witness to this. He'll, he'll get us out of here because John's a, one of the greatest guys on the planet. But the guy can't make a bet to save his life, okay? If he made a bet about his looks, he looked like Shrek tomorrow. He, we had a bet that and tonight we're going to find this out. We like to do binge watching. Tonight is a very popular Better Call Saul episode. And it kind of leaked out that someone might be on it tonight. And John okay. said no, nope, and I said yep. So yeah. it, we'll see if Walter White comes back or Jesse Pinkman, yeah. uh, a la Brian Cranston and yeah, uh, Brian, Brian's Paul. good people. I know he, he's on your show. He, he's a great uh, guy, he's man. tremendous yeah. guy. L.A. guy, great guy, great guy. Yeah, he, he told John on our show, stick to doing what you're doing. You're not an actor. John <laughs> 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 was too good looking to be an actor. How's and that and you guys also have my another good friend of mine, a mutual friend of John, like O'Hurley, and. He, oh. I'll, I'll give you one 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 line about he called me up when he was doing Dancing with the Stars and said, you know, this is going on, Kenny. What do you think? And I go, and I look at it and I go, why, why are they asking you to be on the show? <laughs> good stuff. So, hey, good seeing you again. Good. Always a pleasure, guys. Take care of Kenny yourself. Kenny Lakin, everybody. TheLakinFirm.com. Kenny, appreciate it, buddy. Thanks. Okay. All, all the best, guys. Thanks. Back at you.